Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Come on, give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Has God been good to you today? I said, has God really been good to you today? Hallelujah. Amen. So good to be back in service tonight. And uh, I'm like Brother Stringfellow now. I've just been in church all day. We've been going since 5 this morning. Come here and had good church. And uh, we had to go help preach a funeral at 2 o'clock. And it just turned into two hours of apostolic church. I'm telling you, we shouted. They danced. Amen. We had church. Praise the Lord. It was a home going. It wasn't a funeral. I want you to understand there is a difference. Praise the Lord. Amen. If we can have that at a, at a home going service, what we ought to have tonight. Is anything too hard for God? I said, is anything too hard for God? Hallelujah. Amen. How many really come to have church? Hallelujah. Now, I hadn't took out time for lunch yet. So if we may have to eat a bag lunch and then pick up and go again. Amen. But I would like for you, everybody to take off at the same time. <laughs> the other night we got, we had been in church about an hour and uh, the things was just kind of doing like he was talking about. They were dragging a little bit. And I told him, I said, well, it don't matter to me how many times we start. We're just going to start till we get it right. So we stopped and we started all over again. Amen. But can I tell you what? They got it right, brother. We had church in that place. Now, I'll tell you up front, the devil don't want any church going on here tonight. Amen. But I don't care what the devil don't like. We're going to have church at Bendale tonight. Can you say amen? So good to see our ministry brethren here tonight. And uh, I'm sure he is much more qualified to preach tonight than I would be. But we're going to do what we feel like God has laid on our hearts. If you'd like to turn to a passage of Scripture found in the book of St. Mark, the 6th chapter. The book of St. Mark, the 6th chapter. And it was uh, something that the Lord gave to us while I was preaching this afternoon. And I just want to obey the Lord tonight. And I feel it in the house. Amen. Amen. The sixth chapter of St. Mark, beginning at the 33rd verse. 50, excuse me, 53rd verse. When you found it, say amen. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of Genesaret and drew to shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straightway they knew him. Everybody say they knew him. And ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch him, touch if it were but the border of his garment, and as many as touched, everybody say touched. 
And as many as touched him were made whole. Could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on this service tonight? God, I need you right now, God. I'm depending on it, God. Mighty God of heaven, we ask you, Lord, that you would come down and walk the aisles of this church. God, you speak to the hearts, the minds of the people tonight. God, let there be an anointing to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. God, let there be a hunger in the hearts, God, of the people. Oh, Master, we ask you tonight, Lord, that you look on us, God, with eyes of compassion. God, with a heart of mercy. God, we ask it in the name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to read this again, and I want you to pay close attention to it. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of Genesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship straightway, they knew him and ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were but the border of his garment. And this last, last part of this verse, and as many as touched him, everybody say touched him, and as many as touched him were made whole. And for a few minutes tonight, I want to preach on when touching Jesus is all that matters. When touching Jesus is all that matters. Amen. Could you lift your hands and voice one more time unto the Lord. God wants to do a work in the house tonight, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to just cry out unto the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, has anybody really got a need in the house? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I want to praise you from the depths of my heart tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Backing up one day from this particular text of Scripture we find that Jesus was on a mountainside, on a hillside, and there was a multitude of folks that had followed him out of the city, and there they had followed him. They'd actually followed him for the miracles. They'd actually followed him for the healings. Amen. And now we find that on the side of a mountain, Jesus began to, he began to teach them, and he began to expound the word of God unto them. And it now is evening time and the disciples come to him and say, Jesus, why don't you send the multitude away? Uh, they're a long ways out of the village. They're a long ways out of town. And, and they're hungry and they're going to have to go back and find them something to eat. Uh, and Jesus said, well, why don't you feed the multitude? Uh, and they began to look at each other with, a, with astonishment. They began to make reason and excuse uh, why they could not feed the multitude. Uh, 
I've come to tell Bendale Church tonight, it's not a time to make an excuse. Amen. Why we can't offer the world salvation. It's not a time to offer excuse or reason. Amen. Why the drug addict can't come in. Why there can't be a church at Agricola. Why there can't be a church at Bendale. Why there can't, oh, you not hearing me. Why there can't be revival in the house of the Lord. Is anything too hard for God? Hallelujah. Is anything too hard for the God that we serve? I hardly think so. He said, what have you got? We hadn't got to send them away. And they said, all we've got among us is five loaves and two little fishes. It's just a kid's meal. It's one little boy's lunch. And Jesus said, well, just give me what you got. I'm telling somebody tonight, you ought to use what you got. I said, you got to just use what you got. Amen. Is it thing too hard for God hallelujah and there you know that on the side of that mountain one of the greatest miracles that took place in the word of God is he began to multiply the bread and the fish and after 5,000 men were fed plus the women and the children amen then they picked up 12 basketfuls of fragments and I think we preached here before amen that it's not God's will that anything should perish it's not God's will that one man should die lost. It's not God's will that one child should die lost. Is anything too hard for God? Can I tell you when you get your miracle, when touching God is all that really matters to you. Hallelujah. Now we find that the greatest miracle, one of the greatest miracles in the whole Word of God, it had just taken place. But there was something lacking there. There was something lacking that Jesus, as He looked among His disciples, He realized there was something lacking there. And He constrained them. In other words, He ordered them to get on board a ship. And He commanded them, He said, I want you to sail to the other side. He said, I want I want you to go over to the other side. He said, I'll meet you over there. And he sent the multitudes away. And he departed up into a mountain place to pray. Oh, can I tell you something? It still takes prayer. Amen. If you want to see a move of God, it still takes prayer. If you want to see the miracles of God, it still takes prayer. If you want to see the mighty hand of God sweep the country, it still takes prayer. Everybody say prayer. I said everybody say prayer. If you're going to make it, it'll be because somewhere you learn how to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Ghost, ride with me tonight. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I feel churchy in the house tonight. Amen. They somebody come, and you might be bound by the things of the world right now. I've come to tell you, you don't have to leave that way. Amen. There might be some burdens on you. Amen. And it may not even be sin. It could be the weights of this life. I've come to tell you, you don't have to leave with it on you. You can put it on the altar. Amen. Can I tell you? you how to leave it there when touching Jesus is all that really matters. I, I said when touching Jesus is all that matters. 
He put those disciples on board that ship. He told them, he said, I want you to go to the other side. And he departed up into that mountain. And it was more than just to go up there and pray. I want you to know that Jesus was God. He was God manifest in the flesh. And as he sat up on that mountain, I believe the flesh part of him prayed. But I believe the God part of him, he saw something in those disciples. He said, there's got to be a change. If there's there's going to be revival when I leave. There's got to be a change. If there's going to be apostolic church when I leave, there's got to be a change. And he began to blow. And a wind went across that lake. And that little ship, it began to be tossed. It began to be hard for them to toss. So they began to toll and rowing. And they began to work. And oh, about the fourth watch of the night, Jesus said, I believe they've tossed long enough. I believe it's time for a miracle. I'm telling somebody tonight, it's time for a miracle. It's It's time for a miracle in the house. Oh, the devil don't want no shouting going on. And the devil don't want no preaching going on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Run, devil, run. Run, devil, run. Ain't somebody going to get a hold of what I'm preaching. Amen. Ain't somebody going to get a hold of this message tonight. About the fourth watch of the night, they're tall and rowing about as long as they could. I'm sure they some turned to the other. And they said, hey, Jesus said, go to the other side. He didn't say it was going to be this rough. Oh, let me tell you something tonight. Amen. Jesus never promised you a smooth ride. I tell you what he promised you. He promised you a safe landing. Just go to the other side. Just go to the other side. Whatever it takes, go to the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You just got to go to the other side. You got to have your mind made up. Amen. If it takes three rounds, I'm going to win it. If it takes four rounds, I'm going to win it. I don't care how rough it gets, I'm going to the other side. Hallelujah. I want you to understand something. The devil is your adversary tonight. I said the devil is your adversary. You don't need to buddy up with your adversary. You need to put him under your feet. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother. I heard them black folks singing. I got the devil under my feet. Holy Ghost holding him down, Lord. Hallelujah. If you'll get him under your feet, the Holy Ghost will hold him there. But you got to touch God for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to get rough with the devil. Hallelujah. You got to get rough with the devil. Amen. If you ever get him down under your feet. Hallelujah. It ain't no time to, amen, check and see how good he's doing then. I tell you what, you ought to just go to stomping the devil. Do they still stomp the devil in Bendale? Do y'all still stomp the devil and say, hey, I hate your devil. You a liar and the father of it. Hallelujah. 
Jesus saw them in their storm. Uh, he saw them in their rowing, in their towing. Uh, amen. Can I, can I tell you something tonight? Uh, amen. Jesus knows exactly where you're at. Uh, amen. Jesus knows the storm that you're in. Uh, he knows how hell has tried to camp out on your doorsteps. Uh, amen. Can I tell you what he's waiting for? He's waiting for you to touch him. There's going to be a place in your life when touching Jesus is all that matters. Hallelujah. You can be seated. And there, about the fourth watch of the night, I believe that ship was taking on water. And they was looking at each other. And they were saying, hey, I know what he told us. I'm telling you, the storm's getting rough. And all of a sudden, somebody looked. And there went Jesus walking on the water. And they supposed that it was a spirit. And, and they became afraid. Well, can I tell you something? I heard a story about a little boy. And he came into his mom and dad's room. And he said, Daddy, he said, I, I'm scared of that room. We, they just moved in a new house. He said, I'm scared. He said, I ain't staying in there by myself. He said, I think there's something in that room. And his daddy went in there and turned the light on and he looked all around. He said, Son, there's not anything in this room but Jesus. He said, That's all that's in this room is Jesus. He said, Now go to bed and I'm going to turn the light out. And he put that little boy to bed and he turned the light out. And whenever he shut the door, that little boy, wide eyed, he looked all around the room. He said, Jesus, if you in here. For goodness sakes, don't you move. You will scare me to death. Amen. Can I tell you what some of y'all are? You come out to the house. You come out to the house of God and you will sit there with your arms folded and you will say, hey God, you better not move. You will scare me to death. Well, I got news. You're going to get scared. God's fixing to move. The Holy Ghost is fixing to move. He shot Kahalomo Sandahaya. Oh, he Kahalomo Yasaya. Kahalomo Sandahaya. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They saw Jesus walking on the water. And there it was. I'm talking about the same disciples that just a few hours ago, uh, they saw the miracles of God. Uh, they, saw the, they saw the miracle of the feeding of the multitude. And the scripture said Jesus would have passed them by. But there was somebody began to cry out. I'm telling you tonight, you've got to do something for yourself. Hallelujah. Every miracle I've ever seen take place, it was because somebody did something by their self, for their self. They made a step toward God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When touching Jesus is all that matters. Praise God. Oh, yeah. Amen. Is anything too hard for God? I've helped cut them off, brother. I've helped cut at least four off the same day that they were put on. I'm talking about leg cast. Amen. Where they, they had a broke leg and they come to church that night in our church. Hallelujah. Amen. And they would come up and, and, and the pastor say, hey, you believe God can heal you? They said, yeah, I believe God can heal me. That's why I'm here. I want you to understand. He said, then go out to the shop and get something. We're fixing to cut this cast off. If you believe that God is going to heal you, can I tell you what? At that point, touching Jesus 
was all that mattered. Uh, touching Jesus was all that mattered to them. Make you a ride over that way. We got a whole line of, line of cast hanging up on the side of the wall. There's nothing too hard for God. Hallelujah. Not whenever touching Jesus is all that matters. Amen. If you're going to come down here with a broke leg or a broke arm and you want your healing, you got to get your mind off of Walmart and you got to get your mind off your family and you got to get your mind off of your job. I tell you what, you got to get your mind on is touching Jesus is all that matters. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus would have walked by them. Amen. It was an ordinary day. Amen. Nobody else even knew a storm was going on. Amen. But I'm telling you what. Jesus would have walked by them, but somebody began to cry out. And whenever they began to cry out, Jesus came on board their ship. Oh, they somebody tonight. You need to cry out and say, Jesus, I want you to get on board my ship. Oh, can I tell you what you got to do? You got to get the frame of mind that touching Jesus is all that matters. Hallelujah. We get so wrapped up with who we are and what we are. If we ain't careful, we'll forget about who he is and what he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Had a young boy in our church, um, uh, mower, mower throwed a rock and hit him in the eye. And uh, his mother and dad run him to the church. And they, there was white stuff running all down the cheek of his eye. And they said that uh, his eyeball had, had bursted. Of course, that boy had that, his eye closed and, and prayer was made for him. And instantly, son, instantly God healed him. He was just about your age. Instantly God healed him. Amen. Instantly God fixed that eye back in his socket. Is anything too hard? Oh, no, not whenever you get down to business and say, hey, touching God is all that really matters. Hallelujah. And those disciples, when they begin to cry out, amen, then Jesus said, amen, the reason I sent a storm your way, hey, that was a miracle a few hours ago, but because of the hardness of your heart, you fail to realize the miracle. If we're not careful, amen, we, we, we're accountable for too much. If we're not careful, amen, I'm telling you what God will do. Oh, yeah, we got doctrine. Man, we got it down. It's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen. If you're going to get the Holy Ghost, it'll be by speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. But can I tell you something? If we ain't careful, we'll get so satisfied in our ship just rowing it along. Amen. It don't matter what happens. We'll get so satisfied that Jesus uh, will walk right on by unless somebody begins to cry out to him. Uh, amen. And this is what, what really got me. Uh, amen. My text that I read tonight, uh, it said they went to the land of Genesaret. Uh, it was a place that Jesus had not even been to. Uh, amen. But they had heard about him. Uh, amen. Can I tell you something? There's a world outside of Bendale Church uh, that has heard about the fire and they heard about the miracle and they heard about the man I tell you what they'll do they'll reach out by the hand of faith because touching Jesus is all that really matters hallelujah 
They said that they heard, they, they knew of him, and they heard of him, and they immediately began to run into the highways, and they run into the villages, and they run out into the country, and they began to bring all these sick folks out, and they laid them in the streets before him. And now I want to preach for just a few minutes. And it said, as many as touched him were made whole. They were not all made whole. It was only to those that touching Jesus was all that mattered. It never said one word about as many as he touched. It said as many as touched him were made whole. Amen. Some of you sought the Holy Ghost for a long time. But I've come to tell you tonight, whenever you touch him, and touching him is all that matters. Amen. Immediately, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Uh, can I just preach off my heart tonight? Go to Isaiah 55 and 6. Uh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to touch the hem of his garment tonight. Uh, amen. Somebody needs to reach out tonight. Uh, and my little girl, my middle daughter, Jenna, uh, she got snake bit when she was six years old by a cottonmouth moccasin. And I was working over in Baton Rouge, and they called, and they told me, said, hey, it don't look good for your little girl. You need to get to the hospital as soon as you can. I began to cry, and I got in that truck, and I began to drive fast. But can I tell you something? I was praying, brother. Amen. I was praying and crying out unto the Lord. Why? I'm telling you because touching God at that point was all that really mattered to me. I didn't care about the job. I didn't care about the future. All I cared about was touching God. And whenever I walked into that hospital room some 118 miles later from where I was at, uh, I'd come into that room, uh, and that room was full of doctors, and that room was full of nurses, uh, and they had my baby's leg packed down in ice, uh, and I saw that baby, her face was swelled, uh, and her eyes rolled over, and she looked at me, uh, and she said, I told him, uh, whenever my daddy got here, I was going to be all right. Uh, can I tell you? Can I tell you what God done? Oh yeah, God healed her. I said God healed her because touching him was all that really mattered. Whenever touching him is all that matters, God's going to move for you. God is not going to play second fiddle in nobody. God is not going to share his glory with nobody. Hallelujah. Amen. But whenever touching Jesus was all that mattered, I went in there and I armed my little girl up. Immediately, within five minutes, within five minutes, Sister Moore, the swelling went out of her legs, her face, and the doctor said, hey, I'm not believing what we're seeing. And I told him, I said, I'm believing it. I believe it. I touched him. Hallelujah. I touched him. Hallelujah. That was all that mattered. No, was I ashamed to cry before them? Oh, no. I, I cried. I even got out on the floor by my baby's bed. And I began to cry out unto the Lord because touching him was all that really mattered. And if you want to see revival, let me tell you what it'll take. 
Amen. When somebody starts touching him, and that's all that really matters. Amen. Brother Strength, whenever going to church, amen, from daylight to dark is all that really matters. Amen. I want more of him. I want more today than I had yesterday. I want more tomorrow than I got today. Amen. Because touching him is all that really matters. I walked into the room of that lady that we, that we buried today. Uh, I walked into that room uh, last Sunday to pray for her, and, and she was in bad shape. She had had a lung collapsed, and, and the doctors had told uh, the family that uh, it looked like in 18 months or two years, uh, something like that, that she could develop some, some real severe problems. And I turned to the pastor, her pastor, and I said, the Holy Ghost just spoke to me, and I walked out of the room. He came outside. He said, what God say? I said, God said, she has only got days. Amen, that her days are numbered. He said, well, they're saying months. I said, they can say what they want to. It's not months. It's not weeks. It's days. That was Sunday. She died Thursday. But, can I tell you something? She left here with victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sunday, we went back in that room. I, I told him, I said, I'll tell you what I'd like. I said, I'd sure like for the Holy Ghost to fall in this room. I said, because it's going to happen. And I said, her children need to hear her. Amen. Speaking in tongues. And here was a lady that was on an oxygen mask. I'm talking about couldn't breathe without it. We began to pray. Can I tell you what? She pulled that oxygen mask off and she said, Jesus, I just wanted to tell you that I love you with everything on the inside of me. And she began to speak in the most beautiful tongue, amen, that you have ever heard. Can I tell you why? Because touching Jesus was all that mattered to her. There's going to come a time in your life, sir. There's going to come a time in your life, ma'am. You're not going to worry about your house. You're not going to worry about your automobile. You're not going to worry about your finance. All you're going to worry about is touching Jesus. That's all that's going to matter to you. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55 and 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Amen. I'm telling somebody here tonight, young man, young lady, you think you got plenty of time. I'm telling you tonight what you better do. You better set your priorities in order and say touching Jesus is all that matters. Touching Jesus is all that matters. Somebody needs God in their life tonight. Uh, amen. Somebody needs a move of God. You need to let God walk through the corners of your heart tonight. You need to let the anointing of God come into your life. Uh, amen. Because there's soon going to come a day. Uh, amen. You remember old McCain said it. Uh, there's soon going to come a day. Uh, amen. That touching Jesus is all that's going to matter to you. all that matters. Blind Bartimaeus sitting on the side of the road. He heard Jesus was coming. He had never met him before. Amen. But can I tell you what? When he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. 
the Bible says that Jesus stood still. Blind Bartimaeus is the one that shed the beggar's coat. And he began to make his way to where Jesus was. Because touching Jesus was all that mattered. Can I tell you what he left behind? He left behind the beggar's garment. Can I tell you what you'll leave behind tonight when touching Jesus is all that matters? You'll leave behind a sin, sin-filled life. Uh, amen. A life of reproach and shame. You'll, live, you'll leave it behind you tonight. Uh, amen. And you'll do like Paul. You'll begin to press toward the mark. Uh, can I tell you why Paul said that? Touching Jesus was all that mattered to him. It was all that mattered when Jairus began to run down the road and catch up with Jesus. Uh, can I tell you what? Jesus didn't catch up with Jairus. Jairus came and he caught up with him. And even though he was a ruler, he was somebody, brother. He fell at his feet. He began to cry out unto him, Have mercy on my little girl. Can I tell you why? Touching Jesus was all that mattered. Preaching to somebody tonight. Touching Jesus is all that matters. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. That little woman with the issue of blood. Oh yeah, Jesus, he could have just said, Hey little woman on the outside of the crowd, you. And I could go tonight one by one and tell you you need to pray and tell you why you need to pray. Holy Ghost is here. We could walk in the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. But unless touching Jesus is all that matters to you, it's not going to do you any good to pray. Very few people have ever seen that you had to go back and get ever got their miracle. If you hadn't ever seen a miracle, you look at it. McCain, filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a miracle. Can I tell you how I got it? When it got down to the point that touching Jesus was all that mattered, Mom. It was all that mattered. Somebody asked me today, said, do you still box? I laid it on the altar when I was seeking for God. I said, God, I'll never put them back on again. If you'll fill me with the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you something? Seeking God was all that mattered to me. I laid near about everything but breathing on the altar, brother. Because it meant something to me. If I could just touch Jesus. This church stands tonight. Somebody here, I'm not trying to scare you tonight. God just said four days, something about four days. And I'm not a judge. I ain't preaching judgment. I'm just telling you tonight within four days, if somebody don't seek him tonight, within four days, you're going to know what this message is all about. And touching him is going to be all that matters because man ain't going to be able to help you. Man's not going to be able to fix it for you. A few months ago, I preached to a man. I just called his name Joe. And I went back. He called me. He called me so many times in the middle of the night. He'd say, Preacher, I need you to pray for me. 
He said, I'm on the bottle again. He said, I can't. He said, I'm chained to it. And I said, Joe, I said, God, I'll set you free. I said, he'll set you free. He came to church. He said, where are you preaching? I told him he'd come. I went back in that service. I didn't tell him over the microphone. But I told him, I said, Joe, I said, if you don't pray tonight, I said, if you don't get down to business with God tonight, I said, I see you in a place that you can't get to church. I see you in a place that you can't. I said, touching Jesus needs to be all that matters to you tonight. I was preaching in the same place where I told him. Word came to us while I was preaching. Pastor walked up to me and told me, he said, you remember that man? He said, he just had a head-on collision. And he said, he killed a man that he hit. He said, driving truck. Third offense. And I'll tell you where he's at tonight. Oh, is he called? He's called. But he's in a place to, tonight he can't get to the house of God. He's in a place tonight, and, and brother, they're going to put him in a place where he can't get to the house of God. You need to seek him tonight while touching Jesus is all that matters. These altars are open tonight. Somebody needs to come to this altar. There's a young lady and a young man. You need to be in this altar tonight, son. You know too much. You know too much. Young lady, you need to be in this altar tonight. Amen. God's speaking to your heart. You, God's speaking to you tonight. Amen. You need to come. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? You're in the house tonight. You got an opportunity to pray tonight. Amen. Tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be too late. Somebody's opportunity is going to pass by. God said, seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. Amen. Call on him while he's near. Pray, church. Sing, sister.
Just be 
Let's gather around these girls tonight. Let's pray. Let's ask God to minister to them tonight. Let's ask the Spirit of the Lord to move in this house and talk to their hearts. Amen. These are our children. These are our friends and neighbors and brothers and sisters. We want to see God to minister to these girls. God, we want to see you baptize them with the Holy Ghost. Put the desire in their heart. Touch them mightily in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we ask you, Lord, we ask for your compassion and grace and mercy. Lord, you administer to their minds and hearts tonight. Unite them together, bind them together, God. Help them to, to join together, God, in receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Them join together, God, and make it up their minds tonight to touch you, that nothing else matters, God, except touching you and being touched by you tonight. Healing would come in their bodies. Healing would come in their minds. But above all, God, they would seek for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They would honestly and sincerely repent, God. Oh, your compassion, your mercy and grace, your divine deity, God, would walk in this place. Touch these altars, God. Touch these in this house tonight, Lord. In that lovely name of Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, in the church to intercede. Help us, God, to, to touch you. Help us, God, to pray the prayers. Help us, God, to create 
the atmosphere. Help us, God, to have a burning. Help us be stirred, God. Help us be moved in this house tonight. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Your mercy, God, your mercy. Your mercy and grace and compassion. Your long suffering and gentleness and Hallelujah. kindness, God. We ask you, Lord, to minister, Lord. We ask you to pour out your spirit. Pour out your grace. Pour out your compassion. Stir them up, God. Put it in them, Lord, to touch you. Put it in them, Lord, to touch you. Put the same spirit that moved upon Bartimaeus. The same spirit that moved on Jairus. The same spirit that moved upon those who are sick and afflicted to reach out and touch you. Put the same spirit upon them, God. Put that same drawing power in their souls and minds and hearts tonight, Lord, to be born again of the water and the spirit, to be transformed by your word and by your spirit, God. In the lovely name of Jesus, in the lovely name of Jesus, in the lovely name of Jesus, in that lovely name of Jesus, touch them, Lord, in this house. Touch us in this house, God. Touch us in this house, God. Touch us, Lord, as we believe in you tonight. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, stir us up in this house. We would be satisfied, God, until we see a move. We would be satisfied until there's a moving of the Holy Ghost. God, you would move in this place like you did in the upper room. We'd feel the seal of sound of a mighty rushing wind, God. We'd your power, your presence. It would move in this house, God. We'd find that channel. We'd find that place in the Holy Ghost. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, save our baby. Save our children, minister to them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask you to touch them. We ask you to strengthen them. God, we ask you to minister to them mightily in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, a stirring would move in our souls. Stirring would move in our hearts. Jesus, Jesus, whatever it's going to take, God, to move us. Help us to see God, help us to be stirred, help us to be moved. Lord, our faith is in you, our confidence is in you tonight to minister to the needs of these in this house.
praise God. Hallelujah. Those that touched him put forth the effort to do it. Whatever it took, whatever they had to lay aside, Jairus was. He was a ruler in the synagogue. He had to forget all of that. He had to shove it all aside. Didn't matter what everybody else was going to think about him at that point in time. He was in a need to touch the master. He had a situation that only the Lord could touch. Father done carried him. Everybody could do anything, and they couldn't do nothing. So he turned to Jesus Christ, jeopardizing his rulership, jeopardizing everything he had. Hey, he was a rich man. He, he, had, he had prestige. He was known, but he was willing to lay all that aside. Amen. Because he had to touch Jesus Christ. Folks, we've got to be the same way. Whatever we've got to lay aside, whatever ever, ever weight, ever sin, we've got to be willing to lay it aside. We've got to be willing to give him our lives and give him our hearts in this place, in this hour. Church, I want you to bind with me. I'm not going to tell you the individuals. I'm not going to say anything about that. But there's been some dreams that's taken place and some possible deaths through rats. Those dreams have come lately. We want God to minister to us. You notice what Brother McCain said, said if you'll touch God tonight, you can prevent that from happening in four days. I wonder how many times you can read through the Bible and other times that ministers came and gave that warning. But because of the tricks of the devil, the cares of life, or whatever it might be, the individual failed to touch the master. And so you tie the hands of God, and he has to allow to come forth what is set out. But he's given us opportunity tonight to change that, to prevent it from happening. I want you to bind with me, and we're going to pray. Ask for God's mercy and grace and for these individuals to be stirred and moved, not tonight, but in the next four days or wherever God sees fit. He's the master. He knows. He's the ruler, but he can be touched. He told Abraham, he said, I, I, I'm going to destroy that city. I'm going to wipe it out. And God began to deal with Abraham began to deal with God. He began to pray and ask him if 50 righteous to be found and be saved. And he worked it down to 10. He thought, but surely there'd be 10 righteous in that city. I'm telling you, prayer can change things. So let's bind together tonight and ask God for his mercy and grace and for his mighty hand to move upon this situation. Lord, as we humble ourselves before you tonight, we're nothing but dust. We're nothing but humans. Our limits, our powers and abilities are very limited. But when we humble ourselves before you with faith and confidence in calling on you for your compassion, for your mercy, and for your grace to speak to our hearts and to speak to our minds. God, I ask you to speak to these individuals that your will can be done. The soul that Brother McKean was speaking to tonight, our souls. I'm asking you, God, that you're drawing power and love and compassion. You would show them compassion and grace and mercy. But likewise, the conviction, God, the Spirit of God, you would deal with them tonight. You would deal with them in the morning. You would deal with them all day long. 
for the saving of their souls, for the saving of their lives. You'd work for them, God. You would deal with them, Lord. Help us to do our part, Lord, right now to intercede in, to pray for them, God, to lift them up before you, to pray for your mercy upon this church and church body. God, you would smile upon us, your compassion. We know that you have many a times, but here we are again asking you, Lord, for your compassion and long-suffering and mercy. God, that your compassion would fall upon this place. Your spirit would move in this place. Help us, Lord, in this time of need, in this hour of need. We call on you in the name of Jesus. As we call on you in the name of Jesus, speak to these lives, speak to these girls, minister to them, God. Your hand would go with them. Your spirit would go with them. Put the desire within them. Put the will within them, God, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost and live in a life that's pleasing unto you. God, we pray for your anointing. We pray for your direction. Thy will would be done. In the lovely name of Jesus Christ, thy will would be done. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Church, let's pray like we've never prayed before. Let's pray for our children. Pray for one another. Folks, we can have revival. Revival's here. Amen. Revival's here. The power of God, the presence of God. God's trying to stir, move among us, save us, reach out to friends and neighbors, loved ones. I'm telling you, it's no different than the Bible times when they heard the reports of those being healed. Why did they bring them out? Why did they go such extremes to go out in the villages and country land to bring them and lay them before Jesus because of the reports they heard? It's no different. When the reports begin to go out, this one's healed, that one's healed, this one's delivered, that one was delivered from alcohol and dope and different things, families brought back together, they're going to come. Some may be just for the miracles, but some's going to come for the salvation. Some's going to come for the good of it, the truth of it. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As you're being seated tonight, let's don't forget you've been invited to the revival services. That's this following, not tomorrow night and Tuesday night, but the following Monday and Tuesday and the next following Monday and Tuesday, which is the 24th, 25th of January, 31st, and 1st of February. Brother Barnes from uh, Houston, Texas will be there. Brother Ramsey, this will be at 7 o'clock, so you've been invited to come. If you'd like to take note of that, we have a picture up here. You can come get all the information off of it, okay? All right. Any birthdays? Oh, Luke. All right. Come on, man. Hallelujah. Luke's had a birthday. What do you want? Dollars? All right. He wants dollars. <laughs> Amen. Bless these children. Hallelujah. We know what to do here. Now, anyone else have a birthday this week? Sister Felicia. That's right. Praise God. All right. Sister Moore is digging out some money. We uh, get ready. We want to sing happy birthday to Sister Felicia and Luke. Praise the Lord. She's wanting a basket. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't blame you. I, do. I just want two of them. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, if that be the case, they'd son, we wouldn't have enough baskets, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. 
All right, let's sing happy birthday to Luke and Sister Felicia tonight. big old hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Luke says, keep clapping, man. They bringing more money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate Brother McCain, the preaching of the Word of God tonight. Don't forget Tuesday night prayer meeting service, 7 o'clock. Wednesday night service. My home angel has come. Brother Ted Strange is going to be with us, by the way. If I don't let that slip my mind. Uh, he's supposed to come and be with us, Brother Ted Strange, Brother Rick Strange's brother. He's uh, going to come and be with us Wednesday night, okay? All right. Any other announcements? All right. May the Lord bless you. Let's all stand together. Appreciate all of you being here and being in the house of God tonight. Pray for one another. Lift up one another. Let's believe God like never before. God bless you. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord. <laughs>